They be like, slow up, homie. You're talking too fast. I got a couple of quips. I came to talk trash. Yeah, he's Bucky Watson, Bradley Bax. This is going down. We call it the G Splash. What up, what up, what up, what up? It's another one. 126. This is... Exactly. 126. 126. This is G-Splash, the dopest podcast on earth. Right now, we are live 100 on Instagram. Uh, Brand new. Liz Vockel showing up right in the beginning to say hi. Boom. See you, Liz. What up, what up? Thanks for being here. Uh, for those that don't know or don't know our show, we, know. we kick you six news stories from pop culture every week. Plus, we got a main topic. We had a, a, a topic we were originally going to discuss, which was a Simpsons showdown, if you will. But Oh, yeah. Well, we flipped the script because it's been a year now since Avengers Endgame, which was the biggest movie ever. And we thought right we'd here. go back to, to some of the new Easter eggs that have kind of come out or, or stuff that got eliminated from the movie or taken out of the movie, rather. And questions right. that people had that there was so much in that movie. Uh, we definitely gang. we'll get into it. Right. Yeah, we'll get into it all all later. Uh, but this Brad, let's let's cut to the chase on why I'm wearing this Mickey hat. That's what and I was this getting. Tower of Terror T-shirt. <laughs> that's let's just cut it right cut, to cut it. Cut to it, Chris. Why don't you tell us why you're wearing a Mickey Mouse conductor hat? Let me tell you a story. Brad and myself, right this minute, would be at Disneyland. Had it not been for that stupid COVID, uh, our trip would have started on Saturday. We would have flown in. We would have we would have had a day at downtown Disney. Oh, what? Oh, oh. Yep. And then on Sunday morning, park, 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 park. Monday, park, park, park. Tuesday, park, park, park. Wednesday, park, park, park. Thursday, fly home. We don't get to do that, but I'm bringing the magic with me. Chris always brings the magic with him. Mickey them. Conductor hat, one of my favorite ones. My Tower of Terror t-shirt. You can't get these anymore in, in, because it's got the California. That one's gone. So true, true. I wanted to bring a little bit with me because I'm so sad I could drink myself into oblivion, which I'm trying to do slowly. Yeah, yeah. We would still be there. Uh, we would actually probably be doing this show together, which we've only done. I think what two, three, four episodes we've together. Done two or three live shows. And in fact, funny that you should mention no, I mean, this episode like, being switched to Endgame. Yeah, Endgame was actually our because that first, was our last live show. Well, that was like our first live show together. That was our first time we ever together. did the podcast together. We've done I think wow, 126 times. Yeah, out of all of them. But like you said, Chris, we would be there, but we're not. We are here with everyone else broadcasting from home. Uh, Stupid. This is episode number 126. But before we get into that, next week we'll talk about the Simpsons stuff at episode 127. Cool. Big Simpsons fans. But Chris, let's not waste any more time dwelling on what could have been. Throw the cap to the back and let's get into some news, baby. News, 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 news. What up, moms? My mom's is here, everybody. So, hey, mom. yeah. What up? What up? What up? What up, moms? What up, moms? <laughs> she's always been trying to make it, so I'm glad she made it. Uh, Chris, I don't know if you sure. got a chance to see this, but uh, for our first story, there was a reunion apart. Uh, Josh Gad got together the Goonies. Apparently, he's starting a. I don't know if it's going to be a YouTube show or a thing. He kind of was like, wasn't sure okay. about it, but it did have the production value 
of a new show on the internet. But he brought oh, it's the, got all the Goonies cast. Yeah, so he got the original he, cast. He got the original cast this. together originally, including Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin was there. Sean Austin. Yep, uh, all of them. Gidget Gizmo, whatever that kid's name was. <laughs> Data. Short round. Short. Yeah. What's his name? It was. I wasn't named yeah, Data. That kid. Yeah, he was there. One of the Feldmans was there. Yep. That chunky kid. Ka- I remember him. Yeah. So <laughs> this is on. This is on the internet. If you haven't seen it, so definitely check it out. But okay. it was. It was done pretty good for i guess a reunion message a reunion zoom conversation could go sure 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 they, were, they did some movie lines but it was good to see some characters who hadn't you hadn't seen in a while like data sydney's here good to see you sydney what up sydney uh always a pleasure so it was kind of cool but it was definitely cut lots of cuts chris columbus is there who's uh the director i believe of that one or no, he was the writer. Really? He wrote it. He wrote it. He wrote Goonies. Yeah, and then right. the director. Because it's a, it's, it's a Spielberg, right? Spielberg produced it, but uh, right. The actual original Who director, Goonies. The original director is ninety. He, he just turned ninety, so he's he showed up on Zoom. So that was a Richard amazing... Donner. Oh, Richard Donner. I thought Richard Donner was dead. Nope. Oh, good for him, hanging in there. Yeah, good for you, Richard. Yeah. <laughs> hey, way to hang in there. Too. The Donner cut. Way to hang in there, Rich. <laughs> Dick Donner, way to hang in there, pal. Yeah, mom. Actually, just to answer your question, Chris is missing Disneyland. That's why he's got his get up yeah, on right now. Yeah, more than anything I could ever yeah. miss in my whole life. I've been decked out. I just try not to think about it too much, so, so I'll stop crying. Yeah, we got to keep, we got to keep it moving. Uh, speaking no. of, keep, no. Speaking of keeping it moving, Chris, the Oscars finally coming around. Kind of. Okay. Kind of. Um, the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences has voted. To allow movies that forego a theatrical run to be eligible for the Oscars until further notice. Uh, With movie theaters around the world shutting down to prevent the spread of coronavirus, many films have seen their release dates pushed out of the 2020 entirely. Because of this, many have wondered what the Oscar ceremonies will be limited to only a handful of films or what the deal was there. But apparently they're going to open it up this year. Doesn't mean that they will stick with it, however. Uh... Right, that's the question. We talked about this a little bit here and there, but the the big thing is, I think, is, you know, this is a, a big step for the Oscars, but they get so much criticism for not doing this. Now they do it, right. but they're kind of like, we're not going to, we're not going to keep this. This is just a kind of maybe. It's a silly, it's a silly rule in some ways, especially with how just the medium has changed, right? So now they make it where, oh, you're a Netflix movie, you're a, a Hulu movie, or what? I don't know if that's a thing. You're a Amazon movie, right? <laughs> you, you have to go into the theaters, but it's like, okay, so we'll, we're, we'll release the movie into theaters for a couple weeks, and then we'll just put it on our streaming service. It's a weird technicality that they have to do just to be eligible. It feels like a hoop, the, the Oscars, the foreign press, or whoever makes them jump through. And I feel like what we're seeing with COVID is like a lot of industries are making changes that I think are going to, we'll see a lot of them keep going beyond this just because sometimes a system needs like crazy jolt to make it change. And I feel like this is an excuse to them to finally be like, okay, if you're an, an Amazon movie, you don't have to go to theaters. If you're a great movie, you can still be nominated. Cause in the beginning it was just them weeding out shitty content, but now everyone's got great content coming out. Yeah. And know? the other side of that too is like, you had Netflix and Amazon building theaters and their own kind of theater yeah. system just so they could qualify. Just so they could get qualified to win an award to help the movies, obviously. But at the end of the day, 90% of their audience was still going to watch it at home. Right. there, And there was some, the rules of it was pretty interesting. Like one of them is it has to be on the Academy streaming site for 60 days 
upon or before around its theatrical release. It was kind of weird. It's all over it's, the board. It's, it's an asterisk for sure, but yeah. But this is a good chance for them to you know move forward and do something different and the whole, hopefully uh, maybe it, maybe it sticks. That way we don't have to go to the movie theaters to see you know. Well, we'll get whatever. I have another story here that will Manchester we'll, by the Sea or whatever. <laughs> uh, I got another story that we'll talk a little bit more about the movie industry going forward with COVID uh, or after COVID really because um, I don't think I think it, no one knows what the, this industry is going to look like once this whole thing mm-hmm. reopens up. Yeah. Uh, next on the block though, Funko. They chop Always love a good Funko yeah, story. Yeah. In an effort to adjust to the closed retailers around the country, Funko will be reducing its products sent to market. This will make quite uh, quite difficult to find some Funko Pops, Mystery Minis, Pet. No one's looking. Um, <laughs> some people collect those Funko sodas, man. That's been a weird trend. Yeah, I don't. You don't. People really getting people, down on that. They in it. They in it to win it. It's like a Mystery Mini where it's 50-50. Not 50-50, but like I think that's what people dig about it. Like you can pull out a can and you have a chance of getting the regular or a chase at any time versus like, but instead of like a mystery mini where like you could pull one of 30 things and one could be seven, one in 72. This one's like, Oh, there are 3000 gold Robins in these million cans. And if you get one, it's like Futurama when he finds the freaking thing to the, (laughs) the the slurm slurm factory. (laughs) (laughs) So this of course will have plenty more important things of concern at the moment. 2020, blah, blah, blah. Retailers will be notified that certain products will be put on hold or moved to future release dates. Uh, hmm. I th- believe there's a few Hero, uh, My Hero Academia joints that were... Right, that's big. Man, I'm worried about Funko, if I'm being honest. Like, this is such a weird thing to, to disrupt their supply lines and how they have their figures made. And, like, I feel like Funko's success comes from the fact that they can release things as things release. And while movies have been pushed... And things, I just feel like there's going to be this weird disconnect that people might just... This might be the point where collectors like the Beanie Baby fall off, where they're just like, oh, I'll go collect something else now. You know you what I mean? So? Although maybe there's nothing else to collect right now, so they're just like waiting on those... Ooh, just waiting out to get their little fingers on those Funkos. Well, everything's you know I mean? closed, so it's like even if you wanted yeah, to try and collect something else... You couldn't go collect anything unless else. Unless you could order it maybe online. Maybe stamps. But... I think the post office is open. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you need a stamp, Chris... Hear that? Stamps, can you kids, walk into that's a post where the office? future is. <laughs> What? I said, can you even walk into a post office right now? I don't know. No one knows. Who mails things? Uh, Well, Chris, if you didn't already know, one of our favorite Justin Timberlake lines, as always, is around this time. Because it's going to be May. It's going to be May. Speaking of May, though, not only is it my birthday, but May the 4th rise. Uh, Disney and Lucasfilm have confirmed that Star Wars Rise of Skywalker, uh, also J.J. Abrams, will be available to stream on Disney Plus starting that's right star wars day may 4th may the 4th be with you however right? however chris it did drop in sale price to 10 bucks okay wow they're really like they're really driving it home aren't they right isn't that weird it's like i don't know man it made so much money that maybe they're just like and it, and it was so decisive divisive sorry that uh, maybe they're just like, put it on streaming, get more people to sign up for who I bet Disney Plus, they're just rolling in the dough from this thing. Well, but that's the thing is like, it was 20 bucks. They announced that right. it, they announced, announced it was, 10. And, uh, yeah, now it's 10 bucks. To own, to that's own, a one-time not, yeah, thing. Not to rent, it. not to rent, to but own. But here's the kicker. That's it, Think about that. If you have a Disney Plus subscription, you get it. You technically own it for $10 a month. Right. Until they, but you're going to pay another $10 one time to own it, even though you already kind of own it. Well, they could always pull it off. You think they're really going to be like, Disney Plus, no more Star Wars. <laughs> no, I, I would agree. <laughs> no chance. Yeah. No chance. Uh, if you were 
looking forward to celebrating May the 4th. Like most of us dorks out here, be careful what you wish for and hashtag though, because Disney Plus put out a tweet to lecture or to make sure that everybody knows that you have to, by using this hashtag, you agree to the terms of service. That own hashtag game is what? weird, man. What? That's a weird what? thing. Like you could. You could hashtag it, and if you're doing it to like promote your own thing, or like like let's say that you let's say you did some kind of cool art pro- thing piece, and then you started putting that on there, you might get a cease and desist and being like, I don't think so. What? No. Well, bam. This is so weird to me. I don't. It's just like hashtag Super Bowl. If you hashtag the Super Bowl, like the actual official Super Bowl hashtag, right. But using it for promotional purposes, boom, done. It's so weird because you think a hashtag is just like, it's just a language that we all use. Well, some of us use. <laughs> but like that's that Disney coming out and being like, you guys want to play with the big dogs? No hashtag May the Fourth. Yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's that's so weird to me. I was I was surprised to see that, especially at a time like where everyone is on social media probably a little bit more right now. And right, 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 right. And tr- and wouldn't you want the word to spread? Like their whole thing they've been pitching is like watch all nine Star Wars movies starting on Star Wars Day. Right, right. So you think you'd want that to be like pop, 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 more eyes, more, 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 more. But then it's just like well, don't then, use it. But then you try to sell stuff. Right. But then at the other at the same time, like then you you put out this tweet just to be like hey guys, just so you know. But now that tweet, get, mm. then now everybody's focused on that. And then focused on you saying that we own, and things, then that gets so mocked. Yeah, out. and that gets mocked and yeah. joked Instead and poked of them fun being of. Encouraging, they just don't want to have to. Their legal departments always. I mean that they're just constantly sending people cease and desist. Yeah, that's like. But there's probably a job at Disney where you're just printing those off all day and mailing them. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> I'd take that. Okay, job. well, moving on. We'll keep keep talking about Disney here. Uh, Disney World might. Last week we talked about Disney not opening until January. Don't break my heart. But Disney World uh, might be opening in June, Chris. Uh, Orange County's Economic Recovery Task Force met on this morning to discuss the initial guidelines to keep visitors safe when Orlando's theme parks reopen, including Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, the guidelines cover hotels, bars, restaurants, retail stores, movie theaters that operate within the parks, which Orange County Mayor uh, expect to realistically open by June. Though Disney Parks has not confirmed any reopening days, um, essential closures, blah, 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 to it after its April day, but uh, Disney is still taking reservations for June. Interesting. Bad idea, man. I don't know. You, you can say what you want, but like that's a lot of people crammed together real close to this thing still being very active. Yeah. So like I'm I'm sweating our trip because we moved our trip to November mm-hmm. and I'm still sweating that, man, because not only could it just be constantly up and down, up and down like you're seeing other places. But, you know, it could come back worse in the winter like a lot of other things before have and like they're warning. So it's like, shit, man, June, you're going to pack all those people in there. It just feels like I don't know. It feels it feels close to me. But then again, at the same time, I'm like. Maybe we should go. Right. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. So some of so. those some of those things though are like uh, six foot line gaps in the queue. Mm-hmm. Right. They call it um, limited experience. Yeah. And, like we talked about that last week. Um, but then in yeah. restaurants, it's like a maximum capacity of fifty people. Um, four right. in movie theaters, it's only you can only go in groups of four. You have to sit two seats away from me. It's it's gonna be that whole thing. Like even a limited experience. I think for someone like me and you. 
it would be fun. A limited experience could be really cool. Mm -hmm. It's such a weird thing, right? Because if you do a limited experience, like, okay, we don't get to see shows or parades. We have to sit weird, whatever. Right. But like for a family, you go there and it's like, oh, you can't go see the show or whatever. Doug, uh, Doug, Brad, Doug says hi. I had to call it out. Yeah. (laughs) Let's say hi to Doug. What up, Doug? Doug is a dog. And also, Gretch was talking about that, how the hashtag May the 4th being owned is crazy, and I agree. Wow. Yeah, you know my cousin, Gretchen. You've met Gretchen. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Anyways. Yeah, <laughs> Back to the show. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um. So, you think they'll open in June? No. I don't either. No. No. I don't either. What do you, so, what happens if you got a reservation? Do they just give you your money back and say, fuck off till later? Yeah, the whole thing is transfer dates. That's probably how they pick up. Well, thank you for calling Disneyland. Fuck off till later. <laughs> Click. <laughs> just like just like the unemployment calls are just like, yeah, we're yeah. not taking any uh, calls right now. Uh, uh. It, and that's another thing too, business wise. Like you're gonna make all the reservations, and make a move, and but you do what you gotta do because who knows? Maybe something, maybe a miracle happens, and they say we're gonna be open, and then it works. But I don't think that's gonna happen. It's like that thing. Like we shouldn't count on miracles as being our first line of defense. So. We'll see what happens. I don't think that Disney World is going to open in June by any stretch. You, but Florida's like, our beaches are open. Go nuts. Well, the thing they were saying, too, was that it's such a destination. Because right. people, the like, is Disneyland locals go there, like, all the time. It's, like, more of a local thing that, right. in attendance-wise. But people where they're saying, whereas the theme parks in Florida are such a destination that even when, if it was just a local thing to be open to, uh, locals really it takes so much effort to get there apparently right yeah I mean de- destination wise only that but also it's the same reason that you don't see the same um, changes at Disney World that you see at Disneyland so in Disneyland when Christmas comes around the Haunted Mansion does a whole changeover and um, like the the way that it's decorated and there's actually experiences that are altered due to seasons like big festivals and scary Halloween parties and things Disney World doesn't do that because they draw so much more of an international crowd that's coming to see something for oh, right, that right, thing right. That you'd hate to travel from Europe and get there, get to there, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, this isn't the haunted mansion I've heard so much about. This is Nightmare Before Christmas. Well, well, in California, you're getting a lot more locals, annual pass holders, and a lot more people who have been there before. So it's a weird dynamic, and to play that out in the scenario is also kind of interesting. Like, well, local people in California can figure this one out, but like, we're gonna have people coming from all over trying to come to Disney World. It's gonna make it even more complex. Yeah. Do you uh, do you think one park will open before the other? Do you mean inside the thing? Like of the parks, or do you think? Do you mean Disney World and Disneyland? Uh, California versus Florida. Yeah, I think one will. I think it'll be staggered opening. Just not even logistically. I just think it'll be by states. California is being very, very guarded on this whole thing, and Florida is just like, come on, get it. <laughs> so I think that we'll see Disney World at least. Temp- Disney as a company will probably be safe, but if it's looking real good in one part of the country and real bad somewhere else, who knows? Who knows? This whole thing is so unprecedented. Right, it's crazy. And all the time Disneyland's been there, nothing like this ever happened. <laughs> Gotta give Doug that shout out, Brad. That's where we did that already. Give Doug that shout. <laughs> Why don't you like Doug, Brad? That's gonna be the give Doug a shout out. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, moving on. Speaking of beef, Chris, uh, AMC Universal got beef. I don't know if you heard about this one, uh, but NBC. <laughs> NBC Universal Executive <laughs> Jeff Shield. Jeff Shell. It's because Doug's waiting. That's why. Why is Doug waiting? <laughs> For his shout out, Brad. What up, Doug? Shout there out to, ju- to Doug. Hey. Okay, hit me with this universe right. news. I'm guessing it's trolls related. Yes, it's trolls related. For if you, in case you didn't know, um, so trolls did really well at the, 
it the uh, video of demand. It actually did better than its original. Crushed. Yeah. Which twenty bucks a pop, and that's not accounting for all your kids. Like you just buy it one time. Yeah. So I don't doesn't really feel like it makes a whole lot of sense to me. Right. Uh, but anyway. Anywho. That's a Universal film, and AMC. Uh, basically, NBC said this. Uh, Jeff Shell, who's an ex- executive over there, told investors. Uh, that the movie had proven that there was a market for movies that release for premium rental on the same day of theatrical releases, which sounds like a pretty great idea for a lot of consumers. Exhibitors bristle at the idea, though, that they would lose their exclusivity. Um, yeah. He said, the results for Trolls World Tour have exceeded our expectations and demonstrated the viability of uh, PVOD. Pay-per-view on demand. Yeah. Nailed it. Nailed it. Got it. Man, man, man. Porno videos on demand. (laughs) Nailed it. As soon as theaters reopen, we expect to release movies on both formats. Now, interesting. That's part one. Okay. I I don't know why AMC is just like a big, like, they just feel like they're a big dog and just do what they want, but that's, I'm okay with it again. Yeah, they're like, hey, 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 where's the movie theater? Hey, 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 hey. So AMC theater CEO shot back. In a letter to Universal that they're uh, about their blackout policy affects any and all Universal movies per se, goes into effect today, and as theaters reopen, and is not some hollow or ill-considered threat. Uh, incidentally, this policy is not aimed solely at Universal as a peak or to be punitive in any way. It also extends huh. to any movie maker who unilaterally abandons current windowing practices absent good faith negotiations between us so that they oh, as a distributor legalese. yeah and as us as exhibitor both benefit and neither hurt from such changes basically you want to release movies uh and it's on streaming live then uh well we're just not going to play your movies hey lissa's here brad hi lissa what up lissa There's- um I ha- i have crazy thoughts yeah, and by the way, every time he slaps that board, uh, <laughs> every time he slaps that board, you can't hear a sound on Instagram yeah. because it's a soundboard that's on our podcast. So if you really yeah. love the sounds, you can always listen to the podcast tomorrow. Boom. Um, my thoughts on this are, are that this is insane uh, because I just don't see... This is weird. The dude from Universal is betting on the fact that people still want the movie theater experience. Trolls, it's weird. Like... He, it feels like he's saying, wow, Trolls was such a raving success. Right. We're going to do this from now on. It's like, dude, Trolls was in a scenario where it you had been promoting the movie. Every little kid in the world was like, I got to see Fountain Trolls. <laughs> and then and then you couldn't go see it. And so it released. And so every parent was like, here's Trolls. On Shut East, up. On Easter weekend, nonetheless. Exactly. Like, that's not ever going to happen. You're not going to release some other. You're not going to. I can't think of another Universal movie that could come out like Fast and Furious. Mummy 2. Yeah, Fast and Furious, and people are just going to be like, I'm not going to the theater, I'm staying home. They're going to stay home and watch it, sure, but you just lost them because they cost 20 bucks. Like, And I bet you're doing, that's a rental. So I bet there's a couple parents out there pulling their hair out who rented Trolls three or four times to shut their kids up for 48 hours. <laughs> but I'm not going to be watching Hobbs and Shaw 4, like, play it again for family. Like, no. Well, plus they also have the, the Peacock joint that's the streaming service, so... It's a bad move. This guy's firing from the hip and just saying, like, we should do this all the time. Right. But they're going to look at the numbers and be like, we need people to go to the movie theater for at least a couple months. Maybe the window will close, though. I will say that. Maybe instead of a movie being in theaters, going to the dollars, going whatever, maybe it'll be like, hey, six weeks, we're going to let a movie stay in the theater, and then we're going to drop it. You can buy it at home. Or you can rent it at home. Right. You know what I mean? Well, the crazy thing is, though, is like, why would AMC fly off at the handle so quickly to be like, 
boom, you're done. We're not playing any of your movies when we reopen. Because <laughs> like, they're like, we're movie theater. That's our lifeblood. But still, you like, can't take that from us. So now, you gotta give us a kickback. Movies, man. It's a crazy. It's like car car dealerships. This goes, you know? yeah. This goes. They own territory and all that shit. This goes back to uh, what we were talking about at the beginning of the show, where it's like this whole game is gonna change. And of all the industries, I, I guess I wouldn't have thought that the movie theaters had been so affected. But any industry that's been stuck in its ways and just gets to say this is how we do things are gonna get changed in certain ways. Movie theaters have been running the same way forever. The only thing that changes they increase their prices on everything. And now I wouldn't be surprised. Like what happened with $5 Tuesdays and shit like that and these annual passes. I think after this, you're going to see concession prices drop heavily. Because people are going to be willing to buy a ticket for the movie experience, but they're going to they're gonna stay at home and watch movies if they have to buy $20 popcorn. I think you'll see a sharp decrease in that stuff. That'll be interesting. Which I would like because I love a good soda and a popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you eat it, right? Sure, why not? Anything goes here on G-Splash. That is, because this is the Dobe Show on Earth. Uh, But Chris, let's talk about our main story here. Talking, it's been one year. Let's dig in. Marvel Studios' 22nd film, Avengers Endgame. I'm sure you've seen some of the footage of... People's react like the just hearing the theater noises of people's reactions. Yeah, yeah, I actually watched that. That's cool. That's cool. The the theater opening because our we went and saw it opening night, but our theater didn't go like bananas. Remember they had it was so our story goes. And if you want to listen to this, definitely check it out. Uh, it's episode uh, seventy six. Good for you. It's on the it's on the website. G splash podcast. One year back. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, but Chris, we had a crazy experience when we went because they had. Yeah, they had messed we up the to, time. We met up in Minneapolis. Well, yes, yeah. and then there they had messed up the times. Like some, of the ticket said X o'clock, but then remember that one had there had been another theater that had been canceled, so they moved everybody into that one and started it early. And then that one wasn't so that full. There, there were private events, and so they were like, yeah. "Sorry, guys, you have to come back like later." I can give. They gave us a bunch of free shit, and then this gal on like a piece of paper was like, "Oh, we have another theater. We're gonna start one in like ten minutes." And we we're like, "Okay, right?" And we went in there, and it was like an empty theater. We we're like, "What the hell's going on?" Right, which was cool because I mean, we we. We just wanted to see the movie. Yes, yes. (laughs) But I do remember uh, all the all those parts. That I think the biggest. Would you say the biggest one is Cap becoming worthy and and holding Milnar? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, everybody coming back is a big one. The snap is a big one. But yeah, him him getting that. I mean, I remember I remember everyone being like, "Yeah, yeah." Could you believe it? (laughs) He is. We had like a guy and his girl next to us i don't think she'd ever seen one marvel movie. oh that's right i forgot about that captain america's like hey what's up i'm captain america and she was like who's that guy and it's like he's captain america he just said it <laughs> we had Whatever. a great comment a second ago but i can't see it can you see it brad something about uh listen so the amc yeah. is hurting i bet they're hurting they added monthly memberships like happy hour always devalues your product true 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 i am one of those subscribers though they, they that that if i had amc near me i'd be a subscriber too i love no, a good amc good. theater it's good i enjoyed it up. i used it all the time um not anymore not anymore yeah i'm questioning i'm curious how that, if that's gonna change but it, we'll get into that another Dude, time. everything's gonna change <laughs> uh chris <laughs> this week though they had a watch party for avengers in game the writers directors russo brothers like they all everybody kind of chimed in on on different stuff here and there but some of the questions I definitely had that didn't get answered were finally answered. Some of them, anyway. But cool. 
one of them, the biggest thing for me, I was like, how did War Machine get into the Patriot armor for that final battle? Do you remember the, the scene where Ant-Man comes out and then like, because he lost the yeah. his, his old, he, old one because it was like crushed. And he said, can I be, can I be, can I be, can I be? Did they call that one the the Patriot armor, the big heavy one? Yeah, he's in like, it's like red, white, and blue. I'm, I didn't notice it was red, white, and blue. I just noticed it has a way bigger, like, it's more armored. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely red, white, and blue. Huh, I didn't, I know, how, how did I not notice that? I don't know. I just thought it was black and gray. I don't know, but I was, I always wondered that. How, you're always wondering how he gets it? Yeah, because. Because he picks him up in the air and he doesn't have it. Or when he busts out of the thing with holding them and lets and Hulk jumps out and he sets Rocket down, maybe he's got the little bands and it comes to him. No, he's uh he's wearing it when he comes when Iron Man or not Iron Man, but Ant Man gets big and like comes out of the. Oh yeah, so why the hell is that? So so apparently because he's like he's like I'm dying. He like has to lift yeah. up the thing to save Rocket, but he, all of a sudden he's out in his suit. Yeah, so don't buy it. Apparently, Scott Lang went and was in the armor room, I guess, and like picked up the suit for Rhodes. And so then somehow he gets blown backwards into the armor room. Well, he yeah, wherever he was going, somehow he went, grabs it, miniaturizes with it, takes it with him, rides the shovel as it's fully nothing. I'm coming, guys, gives it to Rhodey and then grows big while they're all drowning. Or he like somehow along those lines, he picks it up somewhere. It seems like there. they missed a, It seems like they missed a scene. It seems like they got the end. They <laughs> no, like, that's what they, but that's what they were saying. They were we like, didn't film something. Well, like there's another another thing, too, is like, when did when did Bucky Barnes have time to put his hair in a bun? You know, when don't you have time to put your hair in a bun? You know what I mean? <laughs> you come back from the dead. You might as well throw that thing up in a bun. Apparently he did it mid mid battle. Um, Nebula getting the gauntlet. Oh, yeah, like totally is. Um, this was a big question that apparently the writers originally had planned to have Nebula with the gauntlet bust a snap, maybe. But they replaced it with Iron Man, obviously. You had to. You had to. You had to. The books put way more emphasis on outland characters and the outsider type characters and stuff because they could they could play with like Sentry and Nebula and the Guardians and all these weird the Eternals. This one you got to make it count. Right. If it was Nebula, everyone would have, it would have been like, "Cool, <laughs> cool, yeah, exactly, cool." I agree. I Nebula's think, gone. Sweet. But, but I think there was so much. Plus, there was so much emphasis. I think a lot of people thought, at least we thought, Cap, we expected Captain America. Spoiler, Captain America to die, but he doesn't. Yes. Yeah, spoiler. <laughs> if you didn't see it. Been cute. It's been a fucking year. Um, uh, but yeah, so we got it got replaced with Iron Man, and then we all know how that ended. So there are still some Easter eggs and things because they can they talk about this stuff, and you're like, oh, there's a little insight I didn't have before. Yeah, yeah. Another joke. There was a joke also. You know when um Hulk throws the bench after finding out about Black Widow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He grabs it. He hucks it. Yeah, she's gone or whatever. Uh. <laughs> apparently <laughs> there was a joke that went around like who was he throwing that to and then i forget if it was the russo brothers or not but somebody was like oh he was throwing it to uh frank castle why it didn't make, it was just a joke apparently. oh because he's not throwing anywhere he's throwing it into the lake yeah something like that people ask some dumb questions at comic-con we learned that right quick yeah and that seems like a dumb question <laughs> he's throwing but did you I, this isn't in the little things you hear about the whole thing about like how the theory is that <laughs> people make dumbass questions, man. That's true. It's so true. They're like, uh, do you think that if Captain America was inside out, he'd still be good at fighting? What kind of question is that? What? It's if he was so inside good. out, he'd be dead. All his organs would be falling all over the place. Don't be an idiot. <laughs> but um, did you hear this uh, thing about like how the theory is that Hulk 
went to the, cause like there was the scene originally when Tony snaps that he gets to go to the spirit realm or the, yes, the spirit plane, and, and he talks to his daughter one last time before he comes back, but they actually cut that. Right. So there was actually a theory that if that had been in the movie, then Hulk actually would have met Natasha on um, in the spirit realm and she would, and to try and bring her with him. And she would have said, no, I have something to do. And it kind of would have tied to black widow. I didn't hear this, but because when he says, he says, I try Cause then his line is like, yeah, I tried. I, I tried. I couldn't bring her back. Right. And it was like a thing. Like, obviously it probably just means I, I thought of her and I snapped my fingies and she didn't come back. But That's I think not, it's I like interesting. That that, I, th- I think it's interesting that she could be on like a different plane of existence, which is where we could get a black widow story. That's that ties in, and then you get Doctor Strange kind of weaving things together. I don't know. Seemed fun. Uh, that sounds fun to me. Better than the story that I uh, read about the same thing. It was also a joke. Was it that he really? threw it to Punisher? <laughs> no. <laughs> Apparently, they were supposed to film this scene where Bruce Banner talks to Hulk in the Soul World. Mm, during right. Yeah, snap. they have a conversation. Yeah, but then Mark Ruffalo showed up, but Hulk didn't come out of his trailer for some reason that day, so they didn't film it. Cool. Cool joke, yeah. Good one, whoever made that one. Yeah. Uh, He's a computer program. That's why it's funny. Another question. <laughs> we talked a little bit about this, but was Cap worthy in Avengers 2? No. Why? Because he needed to go through Civil War. And he needed to go through Cap. Yeah, he had to go through Civil War. Winter Soldier's after Ultron, right? Oh, yeah, Age of Ultron happens before Winter Soldier. Yeah. So I think that he had to still go through... Captain America 2 and 3 to become worthy. As a character journey, we get to see him. He's got to take apart all the things that he thought he knew and leave all that shit behind, just like how Thor had to. Thor had to leave behind all the things he thought he was in order to be able to get the hammer again. And Cap had to do that same thing. He had to leave behind this idea that it was all perfect and the system was all great and S.H.I.E.L.D. was fantastic. And then he had to go through Civil War. It's like, oh shit, sometimes you got to make amends for things that you do wrong. you know. And then boom, once he did all that shit, and also... It was convenient that, you know, he he became like, you know, he just became a good guy. He's like, we should probably talk about the whales and sorry, your gay date didn't go so good. And then, you know, and he's from the 40s, too. So, like, that's probably was pretty progressive of him. Like, <laughs> good progress, for him. Yes. Good for that guy. And so, you know, I, he wasn't like, oh, what are you, some kind of dandy? No, he was like, <laughs> he was like, straight, yeah, that's good for you, man. Like, and he'd only been alive for like eight years like he's only been in our present he's catching up quick but i'm just saying he had to go through all that to be a better person and he didn't and you can't want it he didn't want it but he needed it it kind of chose him (laughs) i'm sorry Uh, i can't think what are you some kind of dandy (laughs) i mean i got 30s were a a weird time man people were people were not cool Uh, not as cool as us yeah, I agree with you. I think also it, it came full circle. Obviously, it was that much better when we did finally see him worthy. Yeah, you got to earn it. <laughs> yeah, he def- <laughs> he's definitely come a long way to earn it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Neymar Easter egg came up in question again. Um, and then they said, sometimes you plant a seed and sometimes you get to see it grow. Is this the earthquake thing? The undersea earthquake yeah. thing that um, Okio... Oh, is that it? Okoye? No, I always get it wrong. Okoye. Okoye. Yeah. That she's like, there's an underwater earthquake. And they're like, oh, we should check it out. She's like, it's just an earthquake. Mm-hmm. And that's like the Easter egg for Namor. Well, there was also another one, I think, in Iron Man 2 or something. Isn't it? Where it's like, there's a, some, you see him off the, off of Africa Island or the, in the water. Yeah, in the, uh, it's probably in freaking, uh, uh, it is. It's in Winter Soldier. Yeah. What the up? The targeting system. What up? St. Hey, John. David St. John's here. 
Namor. We're gonna get a Namor. Namor is gonna be in uh in the rumor that he's gonna make his appearance in uh the Black Panther two. There's a lot of a lot of rumors going around right now uh about Marvel in this storyline. Yeah, there's rumors that it Namor will make an appearance in Black Panther two along with Doctor Doom, possibly Storm. Those are just rumors. I don't know if any of that's true, but there's two. There's an alley oop to set up Fantastic Four, X Men, as well as Namor because he's such that's an the name asshole. of the game, man. I think they found they found success in that. The way that they introduced Black Panther was, I think, how they base a lot of their things now. Was the idea of like you take a character who's his own thing or their own thing and you put them in a storyline where they become a part of it and then it's easier to jump off because in the beginning they were just like here's Thor and they just like threw him at yeah. you and like ah yeah they, and so it worked really well with like it worked really well with Civil War because you got both Spider-Man and Black Panther yep you can do this thing we, we put them in there or yes yeah, so Civil War we'll put those in there we'll do this we'll do that one like and then it'll get to a point where oh it's not so weird that this character's here now and like the X Men plant's good Namor's a weird character I, but he can also be I know he's like he's foundational to Marvel because he's like one of the oldest characters but he's just Aquaman but he doesn't talk as much well, he's an asshole too so you got to put that in yeah there. he's like oh but he's you, like a he's like a Nazi of the sea but he's a good guy he's like we're better than you yeah well you, you could also tie him in though to like um to the X Men and have a storyline over there great question yes I did Tom. do you, Tom asked us uh do we think iron man will ever come back we've talked multiple times about this on uh on and off the show will he yeah. come back will he make an appearance do we want him to come back i'm gonna pose a question back Not- at you tom do you want to see iron man come back do you want to see iron man come back as a, a memory or would you Loaded question. would you be okay with seeing him as a scroll hologram or a scroll, or a scroll. not gonna happen they're gonna let they're gonna let that end. They have to. I think we'll see Iron Man, but I think we'll see Iron Man in a different form before they reboot everything in fifteen years or twenty years or whatever. I think we'll see Riri before we'll see uh, Tony Stark. Wow. We'll see Iron Heart. Yep. It's a great play. I mean, it's a fantastic play to bring that in. You already have all the mythos of Iron Man, and then you bring in basically a big hero six s character, a kid genius, right? who also happens to be a, you know, a, a black female teenager. So you're, it's just, it's such a great, it's a great character and her comics are awesome. She's cool. She's super cool in the, cause she's, she's smart, but she's also got that kind of like, she's got just like this quality to her. She's tough like him, but a kid. And I think that's cool, uh, but she's not an alcoholic, which that makes it easier for the comics. <laughs> yeah. She's also underage. So yeah, that probably makes it a lot. Well, easier. that would have been double, double whammy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is a, not a not a bad idea. Ten years from now, if it's you know they still killing it with the MCU, you know, a time travel scene. But have we we haven't got one hundred percent confirmation that Tony Stark will be in What If, right? Mm-mm. At least a storyline. Could be What If somebody else? What if Tony Stark died and Pepper Potts became Iron Man? You know what I mean? Right. Right. So there's be something weird. Don't take that idea, Marvel. If you're watching. That's uh, mine. You can't have that. There's also, I mean, <laughs> who knows what we're going to see in uh you know, multiverse. With, there could with, be some stuff there. That, that's the only way I do see something coming. Multiverse would be one, like you said, like I don't think we'll see what's in the comics right now where Tony Stark is a hologram projection who can inhabit the suits and stuff like that. I I think we'll see something more like 
what we saw, you know, how the ancient one came back in Endgame, right? Mm -hmm. It's a time travel thing. It's like, oh, you're from a different movie. Good to see you. Where they, where Iron Man's like, let me help you real quick. But it's Tony Stark. Maybe if he wanted to come back and do well, something. She, I mean, technically, she was dead, so they went back in yeah. time. Yeah, go back in time. So we'll see. I don't know. Could be kind of cool. Part of me wants to see maybe point. maybe him come back, but sometimes uh, part of me doesn't at the same time because it it just makes yeah it they'll better. never re I don't think they'll ever recast the same character unless a full reboot or like an Ultimates esque universe of movies is made there's no reason to if if this is a, a, a fit, what if question but let's say five years goes by and mcu just tanks yeah they're just they're not making good movies do they recombat do they try and rebrand reboot and do ultimates do you i thought you're gonna go another way i thought you're gonna ask do you bring back all the original guys and pay a bunch of money to make one more movie that happens in an alternate timeline uh do they do an ultimates rebrand i'm a sucker man I, I loved the Ultimates universe. I thought I it was too. super there's, cool. There's some cool I stuff thought the in characters, there. the way they took characters and turned them, they took their original stories and turned them on their heads just enough to make them different. Some of them were younger, some of them were older. I thought the Ultimates was so cool. And a lot of people, I think a lot of people did because when the Ultimates universe got killed, they it was kind of shocking and people didn't like that. And they took some characters and brought them over to the main co comics like Miles Morales. And that's where I see the possibility that they say, okay, guys, how about this? Let's do an Ultimates universe line. We'll call it Marvel Ultimates. And they're live action movies. We can do a Miles Morales movie. We can do a Spider-Man 2099 movie if we want. We can do a freak. And they just well, pick all Sony. these weird heroes or like different heroes. Like we can cast a new Thor. We can cast a new right. Iron Man. A young, 22-year-old Iron Man. You know what I mean? Like they could have some fun like that. But who knows? So yeah. they gamble. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. But everything's up in the air for that. Old Avengers. Old yeah, Avengers. all the old movies. I'm surprised, man. I'm surprised that we're I, I, that would be the only thing I would see with the success of the comic lines. The old man blank. I could see something like that happening in the future where they're like, hey, let's do an old man like old man. Hawkeye's weird. Old man. Logan's the best of all of them. But they kind of already, already did, did that, that story yeah. unless they do some kind of time travel thing where he gets sucked out of there before he dies. Well, that would be stupid. There is that storyline with old man cap and then he gets the juice. Yeah, back. there's the, there's old man. uh old man Hawkeye and old man Peter Quill. And so there's, there's things like that that could be fun to bring somebody back. But I don't know, man. And also, it just, like you said, it depends on the success of the movies. If their plans go to shit or if they just keep making good stuff. But at some point, you used up your best heroes. So what are you going to do in 10 years? Do you just start over? Just do brand new movies? Well, I think that's where they're at right now, right? Like, I feel like they took their B characters, made them A characters. They'd have to do X Men, Fantastic Four. Yeah, I see what you're saying. And now they're they they got their A character, original A characters back, and now that's where we're at. So it's like this weird loop. Plus, it's been a good. I mean, it's been a good run, especially in the past. I would say five years of introducing characters who take over old mantles and do it really well. Like Amadeus Chow is a really great Hulk. You could do a movie with him. We talk about this a lot. How yeah, they take these characters that we're familiar with and they give them somebody new to take up, take it up. And it actually works. Well, not only that, but they did, uh, Amadeus Cho's mom is in Avengers too. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, cause he's like a whiz kid, obviously. So it works out, but she also dies. So, well, bummer. I don't know. Didn't, she didn't say she had a kid. <laughs> I don't know how that works. <laughs> she didn't say she had a kid. She also didn't say anything at all. She just said, right. I mean, it's going to be crazy. I, I'm excited. We live in such an interesting time for this whole Marvel movie span, right? Because we got to see it start, and now we're going to see whatever happens in this next thing. Because we we were like in the heyday, right? You know what? I, Tom brought Tom's brought time travel up, and I don't know why we didn't think about this or, or talk about this earlier. But 
now that we've seen time travel and is a thing in the the movies, are they going to use time travel again? I think they're going to be careful with it. Time travel is literally the best movies that use time travel have massive holes in them. Like if you just think Terminator is a great example, back to the future, um, just even the best of the best that really get close are still riddled with the dynamics of time travel, like errors. And so I think that their thing is like, Hey, we use that bullet to help us get a little bit closer or to help us kind of wrap up this saga because it was important, not because of, and it, 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 you bring up a good point because Ant-Man's still around. So if Ant-Man's around, they can just use time travel. They know how to do it. Yeah. But I think that as a, company and as storytellers making this it's dangerous to rely on that i think it's a you use it one time and you can't use it again and i think we're seeing that happen with um dr strange too because that one's saying hey prepare yourselves that this one is about different reality branches and him going between them to do whatever the hell he's doing in this plot because if every time that's every movie then oh god guys we're in a lot of trouble better time travel (laughs) you know what i mean yeah, it, ta- it just takes away time, the element. At the same time, they didn't really finite and kill the capability. No, other than that ship blowing up that thing, they can just build another one. But there's also it, there's already holes in in the time travel and <laughs> the the snap and all that shit, right? Tom had a great comment here about the the next movie. It is literally the smoking in space thing, like that whole thing of throwaway lines, right? That's. The idea that, like, in the right. next one, they're like, boy, sure wish we could still time travel, right, guys? Yeah, too bad we can't. Anyways, let's move on. Like they, yeah, the, <laughs> they'll they be like, just, oh, that's why. The dialogue just kills it, and they're like, all right. Like, it, won't even, it won't even have Ant-Man in it. He'll lean in and be like, too bad we're out of those particles, right? See you guys. <laughs> it's weird. It opens up a, it opens up an interesting conversation, an interesting thought about, like, storytelling, because it is easy to use that device. I to mean, fix to be everything. creative with it is really hard, but you can just say, oh, it's Deus Ex Machina, right? Like, we can just say, we're in trouble, well, let's use time travel. We're in trouble, let's use different reality hopping. You can only use those so many times before it gets bland and boring. It's why they made nine Terminators, and at the end of it, you're like, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> you're absolutely right on the Terminator thing, but at the same time, too, with time travel, they did also kind of kill it in the sense of, like, explaining it differently and how it works in this movie is... You can't go to the past to change your future because that's your future. And right, it's inescapable. You yeah. can create new branches, but the branches are in this. But then and when you get there <laughs> But then yeah, and then Captain America stayed back and then that kind of messed everything up with that. Yeah, whole he had his own thing yeah. and that changes things because yeah, yeah. he was like, nah, I'm gonna take this one for the team. Who knows? I mean, you said it best, like all the time travel movies, the best ones, oh, have holes. They got more holes than freaking Swiss Just cheese. cheese. Yeah, got it. <laughs> You know what I mean? Filling more holes in a male porn star over here, you know? So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, I don't even know where I, I don't even know where I was going with that one. <laughs> time travel. Time travel. Wish I could time travel. <laughs> uh, Chris, what was your best and most favorite tist part of Endgame? What was my most favorite part? Seeing it with you, Brad. <laughs> um, I mean, that's tough, man. That's a that's a loaded question. It's the hammer. The hammer for sure. Or or on it's him picking up the hammer. Or the on your left. 
because that's such an iconic scene and in, in, yeah that i mean uh, those part but the hammer in comics it was such a cool thing the artwork for that panel is so cool looking uh-huh and so for him to be able to do that is just such cool. Plus, he's just a fan favorite. And people used to, I remember in the old days, people just shit on Captain America all the time. You know, I right, saw right. it first movie. They were like, he sucks. He sucks. People just power shitting on him. And then like they do with Superman like, now. Yeah, 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 exactly. Nice mustache. Uh, <laughs> you dandy. <laughs> and uh, and so, yeah, it's it's got to be that. I mean, but there's a lot of good scenes. I mean, there's the. There's the humor, the pieces, Thor being fat. It's going to be something that people always remember and the emotional moments and the funny moments. So that's why it's a great movie. That's why we still just Talk. love it. I'm going to go watch it. I'm, yeah, I'm probably going to go watch it again tonight as well. Uh, I remember, though, after coming out, a lot of people were upset about the fat Thor thing. A lot more than I thought really? would have a problem with it. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was great. Great. He is. He's emotionally unstable. In every single movie he's in, he's just he gets too emotional and carried away. So, of course, he just eat and drink himself fat. I got his beer on the show. I'm not even. I didn't even. I didn't blow it. I didn't. I'm eating and drinking myself fat in this quarantine, and I didn't accidentally kill half the world by not aiming for the head. So I get it. <laughs> uh, uh, there was another question someone asked that came out. It was like um, Thanos couldn't weld Milner, right? But he t- does at one point have Stormbreaker, mm-hmm. and he's basically re- revamping. Different. They already they broke that in Infinity War. The only reason that Mjolnir can't be picked up by anybody is because it's got the Odin spell on it. Right, exactly. That's what that's what it was. Is so, that it came out. Yeah. They were like, "Well, the other one, Stormbreaker, anybody can pick it up. Yeah. Groot picks it up. That troll kid picks it up. Or not kid. I guess it's Peter Dinklage. He's like a forty-two year old man. <laughs> that uh, that giant that giant midget because he's like I don't know what you call that, but he's like huge. Yeah, the he's, dwarves the giant, or whatever. He's a giant dwarf. He picked it up. Any anybody can pick that thing up. Right. Right. In fact, at one point, you know, they trade places with Captain America. They get it and they switch back. You know what I mean? So, oh, yeah. No, I want yeah, the big. So, you take the smaller one. You take the little. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why. But that's a good point. I mean, because, I mean, that's that's such a key point in Thor 1, you know, and he's like, Anthony Hopkins is just like, maybe Thor. And he throws the hammer and you're like, go get him, Anthony. <laughs> go get him, Tony. <laughs> Tony Hops. That's what I call him. We're friends. Whatever. Uh, whatever. First name basis. Last <laughs> Tony name Tony Hops. Never. So yeah, I mean it's always fun. There's gonna be stuff that's always discovered. There's gonna be there's always they're still finding Easter eggs in movies nowadays. They're like, did you, did you see Citizen Kane? Can you believe that thing's in the background? Like we're gonna be finding Easter eggs forever. <laughs> true, true, true. Uh, I don't know what else to say about the movie. It's a great movie. If you haven't seen any of the Marvel films, not only did we talk about the road to get there, the best way to mm-hmm. watch uh all the movies or a minimal amount of movies. We go back and forth. I think we have, we're off by like. Hey, my mom's here. Hi, mom. Hi, mom. We actually, go ahead, sorry, we actually have a minute fifty-five remaining before we get the boot. So <sighs> we will wrap it up here on Instagram. Thank you so much for everyone who came out. Hopefully, you Thank heard you. all your Appreciate shout outs. It. We try to shout out everyone who, who dropped by. We're getting uh, better. We're getting better at this. Yeah, we are. Once I get a new computer, we'll have this stuff ripping and rocking Woo! on the internet. You can always download the episode next uh, tomorrow right here on gsplashpodcast.com or any podcast stuff. Uh, yeah, any, we got t-shirts and hoodies somewhere. T-shirts and hoodies. Go to, to gsplash.com. You can find all the merch. Merch. Watch, listen to the podcast. Watch the videos. Yes. Have some fun. Yes, yes, definitely. Um, but, Chris, any last words? 
Nope, nope. So happy to be here. We'll see you next Tuesday. We do this every single Tuesday. We're not at Disneyland, so so come watch us next Tuesday. Yeah, we'll be we'll be here. Same rap channel, different dork station, same one. Uh, thank you so much for everyone. Love you, mom. We out of here, baby. Peace. <laughs>